0: Yo, welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. In the color breaking news, culture, memetic warfare will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Today, I want to talk about uh, something interesting. I actually tweeted this out over the weekend. It seems like the message resonated with a lot of people. Why hasn't the most popular broadcast in the world uh bring on someone like Michael Saylor? It's very strange, isn't it? Um, especially when he brought on a guest that, in my opinion, seem uneducated about things, Peter Zihan, if I pronounce that correctly. Kinda weird, especially since Michael Saylor has, you know, magnitudes more number of followers. And specifically, when Bitcoin was pop, popping off and trending, and you know, during the bull market, or at least during the whole SBF thing, right? Michael Saylor has definitely been making mainstream media appearances. He's been on Tucker Carlson, which is second most popular broadcaster in the United States, at least. And he's been on, uh, he's been on air there. So why is that? Uh, very strange. So we're gonna have a discussion about that today. We also have the Peter clip as well we're going to talk about that but first i want to welcome my legendary co-host always optimistic how you doing opti
1: i am doing wonderful second week of the year we're back for some more bitcoin content so man it's good to be here and man yeah very interesting seeing that clip go around on twitter of that guy peter on the joe rogan podcast we know we know uh Rogan's been hodling Bitcoin, so it's very interesting to see him have people come on and continuously FUD Bitcoin. But hey, this is why us over here at Simply Bitcoin... Show up every single day, man. Uh, I don't know if we can trust Legacy Media at this point, and and Joe Rogan is definitely Legacy Media, even though he is alternative media. You think he's, so? ooh, I, that's I think a he is, bro, dude. I one hundred percent think he is. He's the biggest, he's the biggest media figure out there, bro. And he but should you, be doing a better job at pushing Bitcoin to his people if he is about the about the revolution, bro. Like, come on. You think he's become the things that he was fighting against for so long? Kind of. I mean, dude, I haven't heard him go full, full old school Joe Rogan conspiracy hour it's on true. Spotify versions, you know. It's so true. hey, hey, it is what it is, oh, you know. I'm sure bad. he's still a truther. I'm still, he's still a truther out there, but his uh, the messaging is a little more mainstream, bro. I, I'm pretty Take sure he has to toe the line. Yeah, he's got to toe the line to to be on that Spotify paycheck.
0: He took the money, man. That, well, that's a bummer. But just because it's a bummer, that creates uh, market opportunity for other people that, uh, to use Opti's words, are truthers. Anyways, what are we going to talk about there in the culture, Opti? What do you got?
1: Well, very interesting. I'm glad that we're going to talk about that uh, Joe Rogan clip because, you know, people keep saying that Bitcoin is useless, you know, has no intrinsic value and all this good stuff. Well, uh, I'm going to read this article. It's by Beautyon. I did this, I did a, I did, you know, my good morning tweets on Twitter And uh, he dropped a good article from the past, and and I think it is fitting for us to continue to iterate on this message of Bitcoin as the meter stick of value. So I got this article, hopefully it will clear up some people's thinkings about Bitcoin, short and sweet. And I I think it's, it's a good message that we'll continuously talk about on this show. Amen. All right, everybody, let's start the show. Let's do this.
0: The Bitcoin Numbers Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo. All from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse. Because now, you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 17,366. The sats per dollar, 5,758. Block height, 771,143. Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 15,494. Blocks of the halvening, 68,857. Having estimates April 25th, 2024, total Lightning Network capacity, 5,171 Bitcoin. Capacity value, 89 million US dollars. And the realized monetary inflation, 1.76%. The market capitalization of Bitcoin, 334 billion dollars. Anyways, here is the clip from Joe Rogan. And the gentleman, the gentleman's name who's talking is Peter Zihan. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Anyways, let's check it out and then we'll talk about it.
2: No intrinsic value to this asset, mm. and now it's starting to be priced appropriately. So it has a, you know, what's Bitcoin at? 16,000? It has another 17,000 to go down. though really? Yeah, there's, there's no intrinsic value to this product. And do you think that people just inherently, like,
0: lost faith in the idea behind crypto because of FTX? Well, it's, because of- it
2: became an ideology, and whenever you invest based on an ideology, you're going to make some decisions that are a little divorced from math. And how, what do you mean by ideology? Well, the people who really like crypto are convinced that it's the currency of the future and that a decentralized ledger is the way to go and that anything that is controlled by a government entity is by definition a negative and if it's done by the private sector freely, it will be better. And that's just not how currency works. Currency is a method of exchange and a store of value, and for that, there has to be a degree of trust, and you have to have it managed in terms of volume. I mean, one of the the craziest things about Bitcoin uh, is that there will never be more than X number of units of Bitcoin. Well, by default, that means it can't be used for trade, because the whole idea of economic activity is that there's expansion. Which means you need more currency to lubricate and manage that expansion if currency is locked into a specific number you get monetary inflation and that is one of the fastest ways to destroy an economic model so because of the lack of bitcoin because there's a certain controlled number Mm -hmm. the only thing that can happen is bitcoin becomes more expensive right and and that means that the people who hold it are the ones that make the money but everyone else suffers i'm sorry that's not viable The alternative is you have some private dude out there who generates the coins on a whim. How is that different from the monetary reserve or the monetary authorities that we have at the federal reserve, except for the point that there's no accountability. No, no,
0: man, man. So uh, take a look at also this, right. And we're going to go through a lot of his points, right? 2.9 million followers and 176,000 followers. Um, Like what, like fine Joe Rogan, you give this guy an audience, you give this guy a platform. Why don't you bring on Michael Saylor and at least, you know, give the other perspective. And another thing, it's like, once again, you have the commingling of Bitcoin and crypto. Right. Um, And uh, it was George Gamont or whatever that basically made the same argument, right. That there needs to be an expanding money supply. Well, you could divide Bitcoin as much as you want. It just, the cap supply is the cap supply. And do we really need, do we, the argument is like inflation is necessary for the world to go around. I think that there's a lot of economic thinking that views the world from that perspective. I just think they're wrong. Um, And dude, like the, the aspect in the very beginning, right. It's like math. Um, you know, the the proper values from 17,000 to to zero. Well, that's 17,000 after an 80% drop. Let's have this discussion in two or three years and let's see where his head's at. I think that this guy has just bought it into state money. He's bought it into the idea that there's a group of people that know how to run money uh, better than everybody else or better than the free market. And I think over time, the free market is going to do what the free market does best, and just in, absolutely embarrass this guy. I don't. I'm lost for words on anything else. There's there's so much shit that I just want to go. We could do a whole video on 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 that guy. Anyways, Opti, uh, what are your thoughts, bro?
1: Well, first off, uh, I I don't know who this guy is. As You know, apparently he's he's some some known person or whatever. But uh, the first thing that got me going is. I I am so fed up of of uh Bitcoin critics talking about intrinsic value. Like there's no such thing as intrinsic value value is subjective. And obviously the free market has valued Bitcoin. Like these, these fiat maxis, these statists have such, such a bad case of Stockholm syndrome. It's absolutely insane. Like the Keynesians are are so wrecked out there. What do you say? You got to lubricate that money, you know, fiat money needs perpetual growth. And this is why they're stealing from future generations. But I mean, to, to one of his points, he said, uh, money is a method of exchange and a store of value needs a degree of trust. Peter, this is literally why we Bitcoin, because we are trusting math. We have taken that that power out of the trust, or we have taken the trust out of the power of humans. Like We no longer trust humans with our money because we have known and shown for a long time that humans will abuse that trust. But You know, in my opinion, it's just another academic either lying about Bitcoin or not understanding Bitcoin. And I'm just reminded of that one that one quote that goes around that Bitcoiners bring up all the time. Uh, you can't you what's sorry, I'm blanking on the exact quote, but like forcing a man to believe something that his job is based on is like mm. an impossible task. I, I obviously yeah. butchered the quote, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I mean, as Bitcoiners, we are Austrian economists. We believe in human action, and obviously human action has shown us that people value Bitcoin. So, you know, your your theories and your ideologies about money It's an ideology. Like it's an ideology itself. He, he, like come on.
0: Talking, he's like, it's an it took an ideology, but how? Look, okay, fine. Let let's break it down into fucking cults. We're gonna get there. We're gonna go there. We we we're there. We're there, right? Our cult is number go up. Their cult is number must go down. I don't know about you guys, but I think our cult's better. <laughs> like, if we really want to talk about it like that. Fiat is a cult. Fiat is a fucking religion. There's a fucking pyramid with an eye on the back of the dollar, okay? How is that not culty? Anyways, um, we're going to go through some of the comments. Uh, first, Peter, uh, Corey Clipson, CEO of Swan. For the Peter fans out there, there is only one statement that attempts to be fact in this video. The rest is opinion. Peter, the 21 million Bitcoins are infinitely divisible, don't need an expanding money supply, just higher value per Bitcoin. Alex Stanzik says, I am not sure if it is humanly possible for a person to pack more ignorance into one minute and, one minute and 55 seconds. Almost every single thing this ep- expert said in this short span of time is complete nonsense. Lol. Um we, dude, guys, check out the uh, the Simply Bitcoin IRL with Jeff Booth. The first episode I did ripped. Uh, the first question I did uh, was to ask Jeff: Is inflation necessary? Uh, Anil says, "Watch as Peterson falls into several basic traps in his understanding of Bitcoin. Note his level of self confidence. And I, I think that's what we're up against with the central bankers. is this like false sense of self confidence that comes from being able to print money for free that everyone has to work for." No opinion is always better than revealing your own ignorance," Marty Bent says. Peter Zorn fails to fails to even straw man Bitcoin correctly in this clip. "Quote: If currency is locked in at a specific number, you get monetary inflation, and that is one of the fastest ways to destroy an economic model." How? What? Yeah, dude. I think he just he, he I think he think he sounded smart. Um. Anyway, dude, holy crap! And this is why I'm gonna make the case that. Look, if Joe Rogan is gonna bring this guy on the show, why not bring on Sailor? Why not bring on Sailor? Get get put on Sailor there and let them debate and let's see who wins that debate. I think it's gonna be incredibly obvious who's gonna win that debate. So what do you think, Opti?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how how can you compete with with Sailor's uh, incredibly poetic metaphors when this guy is just lost in the sauce?
0: Lost in the sauce. I think he sniffs too much of that Fiat Kool Aid. Anyways, everybody, academics
1: can't, just can't ever get Bitcoin. Like it's is just, it that? Is, dude. Is he it's, an academic? He he's got to be. I'm convinced of this.
0: <laughs> I think we're making assumptions. He is. Uh, he's a geopolitical strategist, speaker, and author.
1: Yeah, exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. All right. All right. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Let's check out the news. The Daily News. Brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device to sign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, guys, a little bit of signal here. Uh, This is absolutely crazy. Um, You want to see mass adoption. You want to see the signal spreading. You want to see Bitcoin spreading this is a really good piece of data. Uh, this is from the Chad Sailor himself. He said during 2022, Sailor.org enrolled 255,000 new students to reach a total of 1,467,000 students to date in pursuit of its mission to provide open education to all. Our top three course courses cover English, Bitcoin, and Computer Science. All education is 100% free. So you could, you know, you can make a good assumption that out of those you know, hundred thousand plus students, a good percentage of them are tuning into Bitcoin. And that's a that's a big uh that's a that's a lot of people. And also shout out to Sailor for providing a free education. So that's a, a bit of hopium, right? Just a little bit of data. I'm just I, I like looking at numbers that you could actually tell and you'd be like, okay, you know, that represents something. So this is the thing that I wanted to talk about today. Um the European Central Bank continues to uh basically try to compete, try to out-meme us. But I I think Bitcoiners just have better memes. Um, I don't know, Opti. What do you think of this when you see this picture?
1: (laughs) Trust me, I'm in a suit. (laughs) Trust me, I'm
0: in a suit. Uh, And like, I don't know. I just think we have better memes, bro. Like, um, anyways. So the European Central Bank tweeted this and it linked to this article. The name of the article is caveat emptor does not apply to crypto. Uh, It's a blog post by Fabio Panetta. Who is Fabio Panetta? Fabio Panetta is also responsible for the Central Bank Digital Currency Initiative at the European Central Bank. So talk about misaligned incentives, right? The person who's attacking Bitcoin, who's responsible for all the blog posts that are attacking Bitcoin, all the things that we must regulate Bitcoin, is also the person who is... Behind the CBDC. Now, think about it from a logical perspective for a second. Bear with me, right? Why is he so hell bent on attacking Bitcoin if he was so sure that his CBDCs weren't were, were going to work, right? And remember, connect the dots with what Christine Lagarde said, right? If if there's an escape valve, people must use it. And I'm going to make the case. That it's because he knows that people aren't going to use his CBDC if they have an alternative like Bitcoin. Now think about it. That's why I always say like incentives are going to beat over are, are going to win over coercion, right? They need coercion regulate regulations, right? They need to stifle the on and off ramps because that's the only way that people just don't choose an alternative. Now think about what the alternative is, right? Are you, an individual, going to pick a currency as much as Peter thinks it's going to cause inflation because of Bitcoin's cap supply, it's deflationary in nature, meaning it's purchasing, the purchasing power, if you're saving in Bitcoin, increases over time versus an inflationary currency, which is what CBDCs are. And if you take a look at China, it's even worse. And in China, not only only is there inflation, they're thinking about adding uh, an expiry date on the money. (laughs) You must use this $100 before this date or expires. Like that is crazy to me, right? But that's the world that they want you living in, right? So an inflationary currency versus deflationary and then uh, a currency that is censorship resistant versus a currency that is censored and controlled by the state, right? Those are the two options. Now, if you take a look at Nigeria, Nigeria is awesome. It's a great example because Nigeria doesn't have what Alex Gladstein calls it financial privilege that we have in in the West, right? And if you take a look at the adoption rate in Nigeria, last time, the the last time I I saw the figures, it's estimated between 25 and 35% of the youth population in Nigeria have already adopted Bitcoin, stable coins. And if you take a look at the local, it's called the Naira. If you look at that that adoption in Nigeria, it's 0.5%. Now, why is the adoption of Bitcoin more popular than that currency? Because in Nigeria, the inflation rate is double digits. It doesn't make sense. Why are people going to adopt something like that if it loses their purchasing power versus if they have a better alternative? And if you want to know why Fabio is writing entire blogs on why Bitcoin is bad and not backing it up, this is why. Because he's scared. In fact, they're all scared. This is why the White House, when they they issued the digital assets, uh, the digital assets framework executive order, when they released that report and then the Treasury released a an report in that report is called the future of money. In that report, um, they didn't mention Bitcoin once they mentioned payment rails like Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. And they mentioned stable coins, but Bitcoin was not mentioned. So in a report called The Future of Money, they couldn't mention it. And then you have to ask yourself, like, why wasn't it mentioned in the first place? Well, it's very simple why they didn't mention it. Because if they mentioned it, that means that they're acknowledging that money can exist without it being inflationary. And if they acknowledge that, the party is over. It's over. It's done. They can't do what they've been used. They've been doing for so long, which is stealing. It's called theft. You have to call inflation for what it is. It's theft. Anyways, so central bank digital currencies, defining the problems, designing the solutions, right? To create a problem, to create solutions. Um, So this is what I wanted to cover today. This is the blog post came out, came out like three, four days ago, the ECB blog. Quote, trading in unbacked digital assets should be treated by regulators like gambling. But what? So I'm going to break this down bit by bit. What do you mean by unbacked? Because that gentleman, Peter, in the beginning, when he went on Joe Rogan, he said something very similar. He said, It's unbacked. So, what is fiat currencies backed by? In the United States, it's the full faith and credit of the United States government. But, like, what does that mean? It's not backed by anything, it's not backed by gold. Bitcoin is backed by the largest decentralized computing network in the entire planet. That's what it's backed by. It's backed by a wall of energy. And if you want to change it, you want to, you know, reorganize the blockchain, you have to attack that wall of energy. It's very difficult for you to do that. That's what it's backed by. And it's very unique. Bitcoin cash is hash rate, BSV, now Ethereum moved to proof of stake. None of those come even close to the amount of computing power that is backing the Bitcoin network. Of course, that is not mentioned. Not only is it not mentioned everybody, it's treated like a bad thing. Remember, the computing power that makes Bitcoin uncorruptible, in fact, is bad for the environment. That's their argument, right? It's very important. You have to pay attention to the framing. Anyways, last year marked the unraveling of the crypto market as investors moved from the fear of missing out to the fear of getting nothing, getting, of getting nothing out. TerraUSD, a stablecoin that was stable in name only, was was among the first to fall in a chain of collapses that brought down several lending platforms, a hedge fund, a leading crypto asset exchange, and most recently, a large US-listed crypto mining company. Other crypto companies are likely to be added to the list in the coming months. These failures occurred in rapid succession, reflecting crypto players' incredibly high leverage, their interconnectedness across the crypto ecosystem, and their inadequate governance structures. Yet remarkably, the crypto market route has left the financial system largely unscathed. Many therefore think it preferable to let crypto burn rather than regulate at the risk of legitimizing cryptos. You hear that? Hear that? The risk of legitimizing cryptos. (laughs) Let me voice it. It's not about competing on the open market and letting people decide what is better money. They know what's best. They think they know what money is best. Forget about competition. Anyways, let me voice two important reservations about this view. First, despite their fundamental flaws, it is not certain that crypto assets will ultimately self-combust take unbacked crypto assets for instance they do do not perform any socially or economically useful function that is a lie that is a total lie what if you live in a country that has high inflation what about that what about if you live in a totalitarian country remember When the united states pulled out of afghanistan and they cut off afghanistan from the global financial system bitcoin was one of the only thing that afghanis could use to receive money from overseas that first statement is a fucking lie it's a lie it's just it's just bs what does that mean what if you live in nigeria what if you live in venezuela and bitcoin is one of the only ways of which you can save yourself from theft which is inflation what about that that's not mentioned either Anyways, uh, they do not perform any socially or economically useful function. They're rarely used for payments and do not fund consumption or investment as a form of See, and that's kind of like the Keynesian model, right? That's why they believe in inflation. One of the biggest things it's like if you don't have inflation, you're not incentivized people to consume. You're not incentivizing people to invest. And that is bullshit. Why, why should, why should the government, what, why should you be forced to become a part-time investor just to maintain your purchasing power? Why? Why is that the norm? And these are all very important questions that we have to force them to answer. And the way that you force them to answer this is you keep bringing it up. You keep the pressure in the Twitter comments. You ask them, these, it's just like, why are you doing this? And they don't have answers for this. And because they don't have answers for this, it's important that we highlight it. They're, they're not going, they don't have, an- they, eventually they're going to have to reveal their cards and their cards is this. We want you to use the money that steals from you to benefit, ev- to benefit us. We, that, that's what we want. We have to get them to that point where they admit it blatantly. Right now they're trying to like, you know, dress it up with this lingo. It's like, oh, it's not funding consumption. It's not funding investment. But you have to get to the very root thing and the root thing is that they want everybody to use and earn in money that steals from everybody else. That is the root of it. And we must get them to address that root because it's an indefensible position. You can't defend that. Anyways, uh, to, the, to the average man, at least. Anyways. Anyways. Take unbacked crypto assets, for instance, they do not perform any socially economically useful function. They're really used for payments and do not fund consumption or investment. As a form of investment, unbacked cryptos lack any intrinsic value. Well, that's what you believe, right? That's what you believe that they lack no value. But I'm looking at the price of Bitcoin right now. It's at, 17,364 300, $17, dollars. So you're wrong. It's not who you It's not what you decide is the price. It's what the market decides is the price. And I'm looking at the market. And the fact is that Bitcoin went from $0, right, to all-time high of 69000 So that's a lie. That's another lie. And the reason they have to lie and use misrepresentations is because they can't compete head-to-head. They have to rely on regulation. They have to rely on coercion. But incentives will always win the day, unfortunately for them. In fact, they are a gamble disguised as an investment asset. You're wrong. It's not an investment asset. It's not a disguise. It's savings. It's a way of opting out of fiat money, which steals from you. Not only do we have to pay taxes in Europe, the taxes are very high. Not only do they expect you to pay taxes, they also expect you to pay the hidden tax of inflation as well. This must be highlighted. It must, we must force them eventually to talk about this, to acknowledge it because they don't have answers to this. All of this, this whole thing, I've only gotten through a little bit of it. Misrepresentation spin lies. And we're only like four paragraphs in, but it is precisely for this reason that we cannot expect them to disappear. People, so it has no intrinsic value but it's we can't expect them to disappear. So if it really had no intrinsic value, wouldn't you say that it would disappear on its own like the shit coins that have been revealed that they have no intrinsic value, like the FTT, FTT token? And what happened to it? Went to near zero. Why? Because people found out, the market found out that it had no value. But the market is clearly saying Unfortunately for that Peter guy in the very beginning that went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and unfortunately for this central banker, the market is saying that Bitcoin has tremendous amount of value or else it wouldn't be valued at where it's valued today. So it's just absolutely crazy. And these types of things is why I get so passionate about this person like Joe Rogan that has the platform that he has, Right. He actually is put he's actually in a position to push the things that we're talking about right now on simply Bitcoin and push them into the mainstream consciousness. Tucker already took that that dive. Tucker already moved forward and he made it very clear. He said it on his on his on his night shows very popular. He said, I'm a fan of Bitcoin. He's had Naim Bukele, he's had uh, Michael Saylor, and he's had Max Kaiser. Why hasn't Joe Rogan had any of those people? He had Andreas Antonopoulos back in the day, back in the day. But the last bull market, he's had none of these big guys. Why is that? Because this type of bullshit that they're getting away with, because that whole thing was just a propaganda piece, right? All of those lies that they're getting away with, they can only get away with it because most people are unaware of the truths that I just told you about, They just talked to you about. Most people fundamentally believe the propaganda that these central bankers are spouting out. Because make no mistake, that horrible meme of him in a suit walking, right? And that blog article, which we'll put down in the video description, that is just, it's just a propaganda. It's just lies. And with Bitcoin, we have truth on our side. And it, it, it's a very simple argument, right? It's, it's a very simple case. It, it, it all comes down to this, right? Your system forces us via legal tender laws to use a money that steals from us. Our system protects the savings of an individual. Not only does it protect them not only does it protect the savings, it actually incre- the, the, your purchasing power increases over time. That's the debate that's the debate they're going to try to spin it they're going to try to make it more complicated than what it is but if you if you break it down to a very simple basic level that's it that is the whole argument that is the whole debate make them answer those questions push them against the corner you got to do it peacefully you got to do it with memes you got to do it you know you got to color within the lines but let's force them to answer these questions and the way that we do that is spread the Bitcoin ethos, get that into the mainstream consciousness, ask those very hard questions. Remember what Naim Bukele said when he went on Tucker Carlson. Remember that. He said the Federal Reserve isn't federal. Inflation is theft. Literally said that, right? We must highlight those things. We must talk about it. And we must make them talk about it because they can't talk about it. So what they're trying to do is avoid it and instead of debating the ideas that Bitcoiners are bringing up, they're trying to character attack Bitcoin. It's not legitimate. It's not backed by anything. It's not backed by a government. Make them answer. So what is fiat backed by exactly? Oh, it's backed by the full fit. What does that mean? They don't have answers to it. So we must, we, we must force them to answer those questions. And the way that we do that is by getting these ideas, these messages into the mainstream consciousness. And we're doing that slowly. Joe Rogan, man, what what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Did did you take that money? Are you bought and paid for now by Spotify? What's going on there, bro? Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts, bro? What are your thoughts on Fabio's uh, attempted hit piece?
1: (laughs) Well, first and foremost, yo, Nico, not pulling any punches on Joe. Let's go. Uh, I mean, first and foremost... If Bitcoin had no value, Fabio, then please send me one. Peter, please send me a Bitcoin. If it's valueless, I, I would very much appreciate it if you send me one. Uh, you know, ignore what the free market says because Bitcoin is very clearly priced at seventeen k. but hey, you know, the academics know better than the free market or so they think, and they will just get continue to get wrecked. Uh, but you know, connect what Peter and Fabio said. And they're saying the same thing. And I'm reminded of what Jeff Booth and Lynn Alden said in one of the IRLs of Simply Bitcoin IRLs. It's like, people will always find things that they want to buy. You do not need to incentivize people spending money. They will continue to spend money because people need to live. And there's a good comment in here by one of my friends, Rope, in, in the chat. And uh, let me see. This. They do, They don't want us to own anything, but they want us to consume endlessly shake my head. Like this is where we at. Remember the meme that the, the world economic forum put out themselves. Like you will own nothing and be happy. And this is just further, further Testament to the idea that we tell you guys all the time, the misaligned incentives of the central bankers of the, the fiat maxis, uh, you know, Fabio Panetta fudge, Bitcoin pushing CBDCs and proof of stake. Like, which, which system do you want to endorse? Which consensus mechanism do you want to endorse? One backed by the central banker or proof of work, which basically, as we say all the time, is the most equitable, most inclusive uh, money in the world. And it's becoming very clear to us that anyone that fights Bitcoin is clearly the enemy. And I think Fabio is just kind of leaning into... Uh, the monopoly on truth, you know the people still believe in the authority figures and they look to authority figures and Fabio and the central bankers They know this so they're just leaning into this whole idea. It's like, oh, I'm wearing a suit, you know, trust me citizen I'm here for your benefit While they are robbing you and again, mm-hmm. I, I am re I am reminded of what Chrissy Lagarde always says if there's an exit door People will use it. So they have to flood the exit door They got to gaslight people so that people will avoid Bitcoin and this is an idea that Nico Nico kind of put in my head in the past. The silence in regards to Bitcoin is deafening; like it's louder than anything they say. The fact that they can't even mention Bitcoin in any of this stuff is kind of uh, you know proof in the pudding that Bitcoin is the very thing that they're afraid of. So it's very interesting, and and also there's a point. Uh, I, I'm glad that you pointed out the Hegelian dialectic in in that uh, Fabio Panetta article because I, I missed that the first time and, and we've been going over this so many times, but it's very simple, you know, define the problem and then offer the solution. So as long as you're defining the problem, then you can offer the solution you want. But this is why we come here. This is why we continue to counter the FUD because Bitcoin is backed by energy. Bitcoin is connected to the natural laws of the universe. And boom, boom, no matter what they boom. say, like, you, you can't Boom. deny this truth. You know, paper money is backed by promises. Boom. The full faith and credit of, of, you know, 12 people. Like, come on, man. Like, it's absolutely insane. And, and one of the, you know, the risk of legitimizing cryptos. Well, you know, good thing Bitcoin is a permissionless network, a permissionless money. And I don't have to get your permission to join the Bitcoin network. I just opt into it. It's freedom money for a reason. Like, get wrecked. And uh, the free market will continue to wreck you guys. So, fund it all you want. We will show up every single day and counter it. Dude, oh, man, that, oh, dude, Opti, Opti, St. Opti,
0: St. Opti, um, Opti, pull up the I, super chat. It, it, I got I, you. I can't pull it up. All right, Vake, uh, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. He says, Rogan is just a layman. He's not smart enough to detect propaganda, especially in niche, economic, and technical areas. I don't know, man. Look, I don't, you can't, I think Joe Rogan's a lot smarter than, uh and a lot of people think he is man for for you to reach that those heights uh you're not stupid <laughs> you're not simple either you you're, you're definitely but but Joe Rogan is a master communicator and he's really good at even with guests that he can disagree with he's really good at having conversations with them and letting them speak and i think that's really the case here um but yeah that i, I like i said that that peter thing that peter bit If you're going to allow someone to say that type of BS on your show, it's time to at least hear the counter argument. And it's not about what I think it's best. It's not about what people, it's not about what Peter think it's best or what, let the market decide who was right and who was wrong. Let the market decide, right? It's not about us, right? And I know we have a pretty good shot, because at least we have the truth on our side. And all they have is trust me, trust my credentials. I know what's best. This is how economics has worked. How has economics worked for everybody? Economics has worked in the last, really, since, since Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. You go to the website, what the F happened in 1971. Economics has worked for the people that have been in closest proximity to the money spigot. Everybody else, people that have done real work have been left behind. So is that the economics that you're touting? I, 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 I think it's time to make a change, man. Anyways, Opti, lots to talk about during the culture. Let's check it out. The Daily
1: Culture.
0: Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Oh, Opti. Opti, we got to tell everybody. We got to tell everybody. I
1: I told you before the show.
0: You've got to tell everybody <laughs> cuz i have to tell you about BitBlockBoom. boom. It's going to be one of the biggest bitcoin conferences in the states and be hosted in Texas August 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. It's not a shitcoin event, NFT or blockchain event. They talk about bitcoin, bitcoin and more bitcoin. You can take advantage of the promo code all caps simply bitcoin to get a discount on your bitblock boom tickets. Opti and I are also going to be doing there. We're going to be holding down the spaces. It's going to be
1: dope. It's going to be dope af, dope af. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, guys. So, you know, me on Twitter, I I, I try to get out these good morning tweets every morning and a little Easter egg for everyone that doesn't notice this. Uh, I drop these for you guys at 6.15 a.m. every morning, but no one even notices this. But, hey, whatever. I, I do this for the culture anyways. Uh, and the tweet is, good morning. Bitcoin is repricing the world. And uh, shouts out to Beauty on Always, always uh, making sure that our messaging is clear and that we are getting the best signal out there. And he responded with... Uh, The monetary ruler of the world is changing. Did you see what I did there? And I absolutely love how he said it. You know, I said Bitcoin is repricing the world. He he think boys me in in the best best possible sense of the word. The monetary ruler of the world is changing. And he dropped this article that he wrote in 2018. And I figured it is very fitting that I just continue to give you guys this message because there's still new people coming into the Bitcoin fray. To you guys that, that have been around Bitcoin, you guys are familiar with this idea. But still, it helps to continue to iterate on these messages. As the saying goes, repetition is the father of learning, the father of education. So we got this article by Beauty On released June 13, 2018. He goes, Bitcoin is the sea of money. So... I'm not going to read the whole article, but you guys can find it for yourself. And he goes, the need for immutable international standards has been understood for centuries. And also, guys, connect this with what we said in the numbers and the news. And I'll do this at the end. But just think about this while I'm reading it. The need for immutable and international standards has been understood for centuries. It is impossible to perform trades for goods as everyone is using a different standard for weights and measures. This is why the definition for the year was very carefully prized or specified in 1875 in the Treaty of the Meter at the International Bureau of Weights and Measures in severus france by doing this every country was on the same page when it came to the definition of the word "meter." now uh, you know switch meter for money and you are starting to get the idea of what we mean with bitcoin bitcoin is like the length of a meter a global standard that is securely set in the same way that one of the fundamental forces of nature is unchangeable the peers to act as a point of reference a standard that cannot change bitcoin is exactly the same it is not there to piggyback your political views or be an aid for your business model any more than the meter is there to aid cartographers over carpenters. You must deal with Bitcoin on its term in the same way that you deal with measurement standards and mathematical constants. There are only, uh, this is this has been updated, I think we're at, what, 2 million Bitcoin left to be issued by the network. Compared to the value of all the goods and services on the earth, this is a small number taking into account that each Bitcoin can be split into 100 million pieces. Clearly, Bitcoin is one of the most undervalued systems, services, databases, assets, network networks, or token, depending on your application, currently available to man. And even if an ultimate total utilization is never realized, the truth of what Bitcoin is cannot change because it is based on math and not people's opinions. If Bitcoin absorbed just 10% of all global commerce, it will be spectacularly useful and valuable. Above all considerations, all other considerations, this is a fundamental breakthrough. Bitcoin is an opinionless, irresistible, standard system based only on math it is globally available as an infallible means of exchange and accounting without any new functionality being required it belongs to no single country is incorruptible unstoppable and completely eliminates payer fraud as the bitcoin generation curves top out the halvings are key points where this should be reiterated as a warning to those who still refuse to accept the consequences of bitcoin's existence and the truth of math a danger foreseen is half avoided and the man warned is half saved and the danger is being left out of Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is the metric system of value and to the Peters and to uh, the, the Fabios of the world, very obviously their academic system does not allow for them to uh, use or, or consider the usefulness and the value of Bitcoin. But, all of us here, uh, we believe in human action. We believe in the free market, and it is very obviously priced that Bitcoin has a value of seventeen thousand uh, dollars in this current moment. And therefore, no matter what academic view that uh, you know all the academic elites out there can can try to conjure up, Bitcoin very obviously has a value. You and I have seen its use case. It is the only stable money in the world. You know, the only stable currency in the world, as far as I'm concerned. It is not volatile as far as I'm concerned. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. The the value of Bitcoin does fluctuate because the world is still trying to understand what the true market value of Bitcoin is. So as we continue to see this monetary network go on and go forward, more people are joining the network and more people are understanding the value of Bitcoin, whether it's a 21 million hard cap, whether it is the censorship resistant aspect of Bitcoin, whether it is just sending money across the globe in 10 minutes, there is very obviously a use case to Bitcoin that the average person out there can see. It's very interesting that uh, the the higher and the longer you are in higher education, the stupider you get. Whereas us, us uh, you know, as I like to say, us left bell curves can very easily see the usefulness of Bitcoin. And again, the incentives are misaligned in the fiat world. And it's very interesting that the academics out there, the legacy media, the central bankers, as we like to call them, the monetary demons and the high level parasites are doing whatever they can to continue to uh, monopolize the truth, monopolize the narrative and try to convince people that Bitcoin isn't useful. When in reality, Bitcoin is the most useful invention since the wheel and maybe even the flame. Like we have a money that is incorruptible to humans. I don't know what more more value we can have than a money that is not only predictable, but in an uncertain world, certain based on math, based on the natural laws of the universe. And as much as the academics can can try to flood us, continue to say that uh, Bitcoin has no intrinsic value, we know or that it's not backed by anything. We know that Bitcoin is literally connected to the universe via energy. And there's Mm. nothing that these elites can do. There's no paper that boomers can push to change these facts. Bitcoin is software. Bitcoin is a decentralized network. And the fact that you guys run the network out there proves to us very, very clearly every single day that Bitcoin has value. And again, the Bitcoin price is just a real-time metric of people's understanding of Bitcoin. So right now, the whole world doesn't understand Bitcoin, but very obviously, there is a use case and a value of Bitcoin, and we will only see that continue to increase as more people join the network. Anyways, Nico, what's your thoughts on this? Obviously, we talk about this every single day, but there's one of those messages uh, that, that I feel like we need to reiterate for people that are coming into the Bitcoin space just to understand. Bitcoin is the metric of value. Bitcoin, how, how did, uh, how did Beauty on put this? Bitcoin is the monetary ruler of the world, and it is changing in real time.
0: Dude I mean, I think you said it perfectly i i i you know you said that multiple times, right is that Bitcoin is connected to the universe, and it is like proof of work serves as an anchor right um and they can't they can't get their hands on it right and like that's that's it bugs them it drives them crazy um and the the only thing they have left is character attacks, man, but uh beauty on with the fire, dude, dropping the sauce. I can't believe we're here. dude. <laughs> like, I can't believe like this is, you know, cause you have to look at it like in, in another way, uh, Opti, right. Which is like, how long have these people been entrenched been decades and decades and decades? Right. I don't think they ever thought that there was going to be a, a threat or a challenge to their power, man. And here we are. And it, it like seeing them squirm rather than like force themselves to be better. They can't help but to print and they can't help but to try to control and censor. They can't help themselves, right? Because they could they could totally try and like be like, okay, we can do something, it's more efficient, it's more whatever, but they can't. They, that temptation is too great. What's that saying? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes, sir. Man. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> What a timeline, what a timeline. And the best part, it's gonna get better. Anyways, everybody, let's check out the meme review. Let's do it. Kaboom.
1: The Daily Meme Review
0: brought to you by KaboomRacks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is KaboomRacks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me/kaboomracks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. KaboomRacks. <laughs>
1: That sticker slap though. <laughs> oh, he's getting Oh, he's Oh man, that's so Max. good. Kaboomax. Kaboomax. Okay, Kaboomax. you already know this is your favorite part of the show—the meme review, the entertainment aspect of the show. But this also proves that you guys are the frontline soldiers. I really like how Jedi put it in the chat earlier. I, it's too far up in the chat for me to put it in, but he said, "We as Bitcoiners are truth seekers, and we put the truth via art." Absolutely love that phrasing. And as Nico said in the past, and we'll continue to say it. Every Every single day, tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery. We are in an information war. You guys are frontline soldiers. Continue to get the memes out there. Continue to spread the truth. Continue to get the calls of action and continue to ridicule the Fiat Maxis out there. Anyways, this first meme, Shouts out to my boy Rope. Uh, and he goes, love getting refunded for my stolen money. And uh, he's got this meme. He goes, my family, you better not ape your whole tax refund into Bitcoin. And it's me, an ape with laser eyes, aping my whole tax refund into Bitcoin. Shouts out to you, Rope. This next one, shouts out to Crypto and Up. And uh, I think, again, this is back to the idea of memes distilling truth and portraying that truth via ARP. And this one, I think this is a very powerful one. He goes, a simple explanation for Bitcoin. And he goes, taxi was doing a perfectly good job, but Uber Uber works better. The landline phones were perfectly good phones, but cell phones are better. And then we got fiat money and the Bitcoin logo. And he goes, do I need to say more? Uh, such a simple explanation. Bitcoin is just superior to fiat debt money and this next one shouts out the to toxicat uh this this meme he he dropped this meme on on a, a tweet thread and he goes incorrect stop using terms incorrectly and furthering the miseducation of people of capitalism you're better than this and I really like this meme and he goes is it capitalism uh, is it a government-run utility? Yes, then it's not capitalism. And if no, does the government subsidize it or bail it out with funds? Yes, then it's not cal- capitalism. And if it's no, does the government give it a special permit to operate to the exclusion of others? Yes, then it's not capitalism. And if <laughs> no, does the government mandate the use slash acceptance of the goods services provided? If yes, then it's not capitalism. So if it's a no, is it really just the government acting? If yes, it's not capitalism. If no, is the transaction based on violence, i.e., lacking consent, if yes, then it's not capitalism. And if no, congratulations, it looks like you're engaged in capitalism. There's a lot of questions that we need to ask people out there. And I really love how Toxicat put this in a meme. It looks like it's uh, he stole this from Reddit. But either way, the message still gets portrayed. This next one, shout out to Gigi. He's using the classic Drake meme. Uh, and we got Drake saying no, 12 guys in a room. And then he's saying yes to 12 words in your head. If you know, you know. Take your Bitcoin in self custody. Write down your private seed word in a place where no one knows and you can opt out of the madness from central bankers in a room predicting the monetary supply. This next one, shouts out to the BTC therapist. He goes, repeat after me, Bitcoin only. And we got this meme right here of Bart, you know, the classic picture of Bart riding on the chalkboard. And it goes, Bitcoin, not crypto. Bitcoin, not crypto. Bitcoin, not crypto. Get it through your head. It is Bitcoin, not crypto. Bitcoin, not shit coins. Ah, think we're going to be saying that a lot this year anyways this next one is at memeing bitcoin and goes bitcoin puts the power in your hand and i really like this i think this might be an ai generated uh picture of bitcoin a bitcoin hand a mechanical hand with all its veins and all that glory of the mathematics of the human hand with the bitcoin logo in the middle love it love it love it this last one I felt this one because this is, this is where I am as well. And this is a lot of, lot of Anna. It goes, at 420 and a Girl on Twitter. It goes, who has been in a BTC bear market before? And we're doing a play on the Bane meme. And since we are, yeah, this isn't a new meme. I'm pretty sure this is a rehash one. But since we are in the depths of the bear market, and the Bitcoin price seems to be you know, starting to go up a little bit. We're getting some, some green candles out there. I really love this one because I, too, was born in a bear market. But anyways, you merely adopted the bear market. I was born in it, molded by it. Shouts out to all the Bitcoiners continuously stacking in this bear market. You guys are the true MVPs. Shouts out to the new Bitcoiners that made it through this bear market, that bought all the way down and continue to stack. You guys know who you are. You are the real MVP. Welcome to Bitcoin. There'll be more. There'll be a lot more bear markets where this comes from. And uh, you know, you'll 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 be happy that you stat. Anyways, uh, I didn't I don't have anything over here, so I'm going to lean into my sat sat obsessed mentality cards. And I'm not giving you the whole deck, I am giving you this card, Sat Obsess Mentality. You will own blank and you will be blank. If you know, you know, I literally said it on today's show. Shouts out to BTC Pins. Oh wait wait hold on before nico goes drop your meme review chat in the score you already know the deal and we will cover it on the show
0: absolutely uh definitely definitely drop the live score in in the chat i'm gonna give it not one water bottle empty water bottle two empty water bottles not three
1: four wow four
0: empty water bottles
1: Wow, Nico giving trash for the meme review. It's a good, a good it's start not trash. of
0: trash. It's not trash. What did you say? Value is subjective.
1: Value is subjective, This yes. is treasure to okay. me.
0: This is treasure.
1: Hydration is key. Have you drinking water today, Anand? <laughs> Go drink some water. All right, before we get to the live chat, I want to give a shout out to our
0: awesome sponsor, RepresentLTD.com. Opti and I wear the merch every single day. This is the Represent Simply Bitcoin merch. This sweater is already sold out. You got to get it while it's hot. There's a cap supply. You got to check out representltd.com. Wait, wait.
1: If if you're uh, if you're a fat boy though, they got them for you. XL, XXL. The a large sizes, the big a, sizes a, a are big, out there. A big boy, a big, big boy. boy. Yeah, a big, big boy. boys out there. Wait, a hold on, boy. Tatum. Did I say drop your chat in the score? <laughs> 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 All right. <I'll... laughs> Okay. All right. Anyways, so anyways, let's get
0: uh, let's get to the live chat. Let's uh, let's check some of these all right. out. Shouts
1: out to my boy Rope. Roasted me already. What's up, brother? Okay. Wait. Rope I don't know if he here. can say this one. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know if we can say that one on YouTube, but shouts out to you, Rope. Rope. Shouts oh, out to you. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> the John Flood. I I award you a bunch of bananas for the laser-eyed ape regards john okay very nice very nice uh max trotter i i award a rare ostrich egg if you know you know wow bitcoin for canadians i give the memes my second year in bitcoin thanks to simply bitcoin planet earth scoring these memes a bottom is in folks yellow let's go i love it i love it hell yeah Elaine, I give the memes Christine Lagarde's epiphany that Bitcoin will triumph.
1: <laughs> bars, absolute bars. Well, that's all we got so far, guys. No, dude, we don't we don't stop because of that. We stop because uh, of the buzzer. Alright, well, drop it in, drop it in. We got a few more seconds. Oh, never mind, never mind.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Dude, hey, wait! You're... You gotta we gotta put the Jeopardy music on <laughs> it next
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> anyways guys make sure to join simply Bitcoin's telegram group it's absolutely free you go to www.t.me simplybitcointv and also check out simply bitcoin unfiltered you got to go to www.simplybitcoin.news shout out to our awesome writer zach weinecus paul wartime
1: bitcoin oh we darth just joined.
0: darth coin wartime bitcoin our our writers list our, our list of it's writers getting bigger, it's continue getting bigger. to get bigger bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger
1: we're, if you want to, to get, write if you want to write bro hit us up hit us, hit us up. up hit us up
0: hit, and we and we pay <laughs> we give you sats we pay we pay with sats we're not believers in free work <laughs> we're believers in proof of work anyways everybody uh software release or sites?
1: it is a software release software release just check it out bitcoin software release
0: Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Grid by Cypher Safe. And now check out their new Bitcoin art, the Bitcoin Rulux Triangle, only on CypherSafe.io.
1: Let's go. All right, guys. So today's software release is by Fountain App. So Fountain Release 0.6. It's now live for iOS and Android. Their latest update makes it easier than ever before to discover and support podcasts. Um, And there's a point right here. Which one? Which point is this? But... Okay, important notice. You will no longer be able to earn, support, deposit, or withdraw from your wallet on version 0.5.9 or prior. So update your Fountain to 0.6 now if you are a part of the value-for-value economy on Fountain. And we will do that as well we will read your comments this friday i will be reminded to do this for you guys shout out to everyone that uh supports us that streams us sets that clips us that gives us comments it means the world guys Uh, you know we're we're doing our best to push this peaceful Bitcoin revolution and your guys' support means the world to us.
0: Absolutely. Get on the mission, everybody. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We're going to go hard this week. We have new content in the works. It's coming soon. Um, I'm really excited about it. Shout out, Rustin. Um, yeah. If you enjoyed the episode, you know what to do. Like consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value the number one thing you could do to push the peaceful revolution forward not only share this content share all bitcoin content we must get the message out there we must get the message out there f the central bankers bro they can't get away with that many lies if people know what's going on the only reason they can get away with that many lies is because people are just not aware of what's going on So we have to get people aware. We have to get people, we have to understand. We have to get people to understand that the money is broken. You fix the money, you fix the world. Love you all. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Simply Bitcoin Live.